What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, got a brand new episode for everybody. We're at 164. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing good, man. Enjoying these uh, NFL playoffs. A lot of upsets, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, even though the, the, the Browns and, and uh, you know, were, were seated lower, they were probably the favorite there. And obviously the, the Packers and, and Dallas. Yeah, some, some, some good games for sure. Some, some well, not good games, but, but uh, some good wins for some, uh, some, some uh, teams there. Yeah, man. We called it though. So, um, yeah. I think this week is going to be, uh, I think we might get one, one upset this week, but, um, let's get right into it, man. I mean, they kicked off the, uh, playoffs. They had, uh, I mean, they had Cleveland versus the Texans. Uh, Texans go out there to, uh, smack up that number one defense, man. Uh, how were you, were you shocked? How are you feeling after the game? I, I was I was a little shocked, I guess how easily they handled that Cleveland defense. I mean, that, that not a not a uh, you know not a bottom of the barrel defense. Probably one of the top defenses in the NFL. Um, I, I guess I wasn't overly surprised with the way that Flacco played, but I was more surprised how well the, the Houston offense did against the 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 Browns defense. Yeah, I was kind of in the same boat. I was surprised it was just so easy for them. Um, yeah. I mean, CJ was uh he did his thing the whole season, pretty much. He he um, did, but he he struggled against tougher defenses. You know, like we talked about last week, um, he did not struggle on uh, on Saturday. That's yeah, and I feel like that kind of goes to the coaching staff. I mean, they saw what he did uh, when they played him before and how he struggled, and uh, mm-hmm. you know they made the right adjustments. Yeah, even though you no know, no Tank Dell, but you know your boy Nico Collins still went off. They did they did nice little balance. My hat goes off to man. I'm excited. If I was a Texas fan, I'd be excited. Oh, for what's yeah. to come, man. Yeah, that, CJ Stroud's got some. He, you know, he's he's got that thing. The kick and play. Um, yeah. If you if you're a Texans fan, uh, a lot to look forward to. You know, I mean, this year, uh, but you know, even moving forward. Oh yeah, especially with all that cap space. I mean, is that gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch, man? <laughs> sure is. And then uh, on the Brown side, I mean, back to the drawing board. I mean, yeah, they just got to they got to stay healthy, man. Yeah, they fired their OC today. I mean, I I, I don't know what they what the, what they want from the guy. I mean, you go into the season with a two hundred fifty million dollar quarterback, and you end up with with Joe Flacco. I mean, again, Flacco I thought played well, um, but you know, offense didn't show out in the in the playoffs. So uh, I, I guess you know this is this is the time of uh, you know the year where Either the coach is going to take the hit, or or the coaching staff takes the hit, and the coach has nowhere to fall back on, you know, after this year. So, I mean, unless there's more big injuries, man. But I mean, I kind of give them a pass this year. I mean, they lost, they lost the running back early in the season. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, I feel, I do feel like they do need another receiver, but I'm not sure if they're going to go out and get one. But um, they probably do. I mean, Cooper was good. I, I don't know how long Cooper's going to be good for. The Joku was good when, when Flacco um, started playing. I don't know who else they have there. Um, I think those two guys definitely use them. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they went out and got like a Calvin Ridley or wanted, uh, try to, you know, get a T Higgins if he doesn't resign uh, to help him out. But 
ultimately is going to be uh, is only going to be on that quarterback. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think that's what you got to figure out first is is get that quarterback, get that quarterback right. You know. Yeah, or draft another quarter or quarterback, um, mm-hmm. like in the later rounds. Like if you go out and get a, uh, you know, Daniels, or uh, Pink, oh, he ain't uh, going. He, he, Daniels ain't gonna last that long. I mean, I mean, if they move up and you know try to get him. Oh, I'll um, move up. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you never know, man. And then we had the uh, we had the Miami Dolphins. I'm about to say Miami Heat, right? Miami <laughs> Dolphins versus the uh, the Chiefs. Um, I mean, pretty much expected this one. Your boy, the Chiefs go out there and they pretty much dominate the, you know, Dolphins from front to end. Dolphins did a great job of uh, jamming Tyreek on the line, and then uh, they didn't really run the ball that much. So yeah, I they they couldn't really get the. It didn't seem like they could get the running game going uh, for whatever reason, um, using a chain or Mostert. Uh, but but yeah, um, other than you know one kind of broken play to uh, to Tyreek, uh, Miami didn't really have much offense at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. With, with Tyreek and you know, Waddle and those two running backs, man, I was uh, a little bit, little bit let down. I thought it'd be a higher, higher scoring game, but unfortunately, yeah, I, was, uh, I was surprised too. It didn't didn't throw the ball down the field more. I feel like that's kind of become his thing is is throwing throwing the deep ball a little more, or at least getting it downfield. And I know the 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 KC KC defense came to play. Uh, it's that KC playoff defense showed up. They were getting a lot of pressure on on Tua. But but yeah, I, I I was a little disappointed that uh, Miami did show a little more uh, a little more offense there. I know it was cold, but it's football. Yeah, it didn't seem like they had a sense of urgency. It didn't seem like no. uh they they thought it was a playoff game. So no, and and uh, and and Rasheed Rice is uh, he's gonna be a stud. Yeah, I'm happy they uh they found him. Um, I wish I didn't drop him so early <laughs> as I did in fantasy, but uh, I mean. Yeah. He wasn't doing that at the time, but he he kicked up at the end. But um, it's gonna be fun to watch, man. Yeah, for sure. I thought I thought yeah I thought the the Chiefs' offense looked better. Uh, obviously, got the ground game going with Pacheco. Um, that was kind of his kind of game. I think just a cold. No one wants to tackle him. He runs hard. You know, Kelsey Kelsey was there when they needed him. But they're uh, they they're, they're they're walking into a, a tough matchup this weekend. So we'll see what they got. How many more years do you think uh, Kelsey's got under him for? Uh... I'd, he, he I'd, I'd, say, I'd say one or two. Yeah, they're definitely gonna have to. They're definitely gonna have to get younger on uh, on the offensive weapon side. So. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And then, uh, like I said, for Miami, it's back to the drawing board. Uh, they got to figure out something to do in the off season to get better. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what because they got so much uh, stars talent on the team. They gotta get tougher, I think. And and granted, you know, talk about you know. Injuries. I mean, they had some pretty bad defensive injuries um, down down the stretch there with Jalen Phillips going down, Van Ginkle going down, just Bradley, Bradley Chubb going down. So, I mean, th- I think that att- attributed to to the uh, the defense not maybe performing as well, but but the offense has to figure something out against against these better teams, better defenses. Yeah, I feel like maybe they, I would say uh, another running back, but I mean, the backfield is flooded. The receivers I, are flooded. It's, I think it's, it's execution. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they got to change their uh, – maybe they got to just change their offense, man. They got to do some different things. Yeah. Maybe a run first or – Yeah. But we're going to have to wait and see, man. They're definitely going to be a favorite next year in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, or we're going to see if they win the big games or not. Steelers and the Bills. Um, I thought the Steelers would have had a chance if uh, they played on that Saturday. But, uh, you know, they moved, they flexed the game till Monday and then uh, – I mean, Bills, Bills came out and they did what they did, man. 
Yeah, I mean, so so the game was supposed to kick off uh, Sunday at one o'clock, and and um, it, it it you know they wouldn't have, they couldn't have played that game. Um, so I'm you know I, I don't care like you gotta you gotta you gotta play whenever you gotta play right like they, they couldn't get um, I, I thought they they came out a little flat uh, Monday afternoon, got down you know fourteen nothing maybe was it twenty one nothing. Uh, almost immediately uh, yep. made a little bit of a comeback, uh, but but yeah, you know I, I think a team like that is not built to come back from you know multiple scores. Um, so yeah, I think the thing that Watt, the fact that Watt wasn't uh, out there hurt him. Oh yeah, um, you know I had to change up some things on defense, and then uh, they they got to they got to get somebody stable like quarterback man. I know. Yeah, they they're they're I think they said they're one in ten without. Without TJ Watt in the lineup, something like that. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, yeah, but 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 yeah, they need a, they need a they need the quarterback. It, it either pick it's either pick it or it's not. It's not Mason Rudolph. I'll tell you that. Oh no, definitely not. You think uh, you think Thomas stays or you think he bounces up out of there? I don't know. Um, he's got one year left on his contract. I mean, he's making all he's he, he's he's making a lot out of uh, out of really not having a great team, not not a great roster. So I don't know. Do you look at it and say, let me take a year off, figure out what else is out there and, and then, you know, find a good spot to land? Or do you just kind of ride it out, hope you can get a, a decent quarterback and, and go go at it again? Because, you know, if you're looking two, three, four years out, like if Kenny Pickett's not your guy. I mean, you're just taking a, a shot in the dark at a, at a quarterback and he'll get them to, you know, like we know, he'll get them to nine and eight, ten and seven, something like that. But they're really not going to make it past the first round if they can't get a quarterback. Yeah, and I think this is one of the curses of being in that uh, that that mid range. Uh, yeah, exactly. Not, not being able to draft a quarterback high, missing out on the, some of these top prospects. But for Tomlin, man, I'm out of there, man. Uh, yeah. People, a lot of people question whether or not you know, you know, he's still a good coach, which is uh, absurd. Um, you know, working yeah. with the team that he has to get him over 500 every year. Yeah. Out of there, man. And, and I don't, I don't know if Tomlin's a great X's and O's guy. In fact, I'm pretty sure he's not. But he gets those guys to play hard every week. Uh, he puts the right coaches around him that that can get the team to perform well. So I, you know, I think he'll be if if he ends up leaving, I think he'll be successful wherever he goes. So I think he'll get the right staff and he'll get the guys to play hard for him. Yeah, but you know, I feel like uh, that's half the battle. So I mean, we saw oh, with yeah. Dick Bell. You know, Dable did his first year with the Giants. People played a lot harder. I mean, that's the one thing you don't want to question about your team is if is if they're giving enough effort. So right, right. Um, and for the people that are are asking for Mike Tomlin's job, just I I would caution, uh, be careful what you you ask for. Yeah, it's not many other uh, quarterbacks. I'm well, not quarterbacks, so coaches out there, but no. you never know. And then uh, on the AFC side, for the uh, you know next round matchup, we're gonna have the Texans versus the Ravens. And then the Chiefs versus the Bills, man. I don't know about you, but might might have to put one foot on this uh, CJ Stroud train, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'd get on it, but uh, he would get hurt. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that to you. Um, and uh, I'll I'll stay out of the CJ Stroud uh, fan club for right now. I, I I do like what he can do. Uh, it, it should be an interesting game in Baltimore. Uh, you have Baltimore coming off uh, basically a, a two week bye. Mark Andrews is healthy. Uh, they seem to be getting pretty healthy as a team, but we all know what Lamar, you know, Lamar struggled in the playoffs. So this will, this will be a big test for them. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Texans head coach is a defensive coach. 
D'Amico. Mm-hmm. So he's had he's had some uh, run-ins with mobile quarterbacks. So oh yeah, he's gonna he's gonna plan accordingly. And then uh, if they can figure out, you know, kind of how to you know get up early on Baltimore and keep you know keep uh, Lamar off the field, uh, they're gonna be in good hands. Yeah, agreed. And then we got the matchup we get every year: Chiefs versus Bills. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can't see the Bills beating the Chiefs yet, man. <laughs> you got to you got to prove it to me. I, you know, we we've talked about this before. I'm not I'm not counting against the Chiefs until uh, someone can beat them, and, and that's the Bills. Uh, the last couple postseasons, obviously, haven't been able to get it done against the Chiefs. Uh, different this year. It's up in Buffalo. It's the first uh, first road game in, in Patrick Mahomes' playoff career, so that part is is new. But but I'm with you. I'm not I'm not I'm not betting against the Chiefs until uh, until you can prove to me that you can knock them off. Yeah, it seems like uh, it seems like the offense is flowing now for the Chiefs, so uh, they're going to be a, a dangerous team, and their defense has showed up all all year. So yeah, and and the Bills, you know, they they may they may get up on you, but they're 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 going to let you know if they do get up on on KC, they will let them back into the game. It's it's almost a certainty. Um, it'll just be whether or not they can they can hold it out or not. And I I don't know, I'm not convinced yet. Even that Pittsburgh game, it. Never felt like Pittsburgh was going to win, but you know, you look up and they're down a score, and they have the ball, and it's like, how did this even happen? Like, uh, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Chiefs still, uh, even even though they're they're up in Buffalo, and Taylor Swift will have to find some good Buffalo wings. Oh yeah, wonder if she'll be in a in a, in a press box. I ain't gonna lie, that uh, that jacket she had was kind of tough, yo. I ain't gonna lie. You see, it's uh, Kyle Uzcheck's wife that makes those. They're pretty cool. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie. I, that jacket was kind of tough. Yeah. But I, I, I'm gonna need a Giants one. I'm not gonna need no, not gonna get no Chiefs one. So. You, you want to get a you want to get a Danny Dimes one? Nah, I don't know which one I'm gonna get because uh, <laughs> we about to lose half the team in free agency, and uh, if we'll, it's depending if we get a quarterback, so we can wait and see on that. I'll get I'll get you a Lawrence Taylor one. How about that? Oh, there you go. That's much better. Or <laughs> I'll take a straight hand one. That's a there you go. Classic. So. As far as the NFC goes, I mean, uh, we had the Packers versus the Cowboys. Uh, we kind of expected it. Cowboys were not going to show up and do what they need to do. I mean, they they got down early, so it was. I felt yeah. like it was over, over by third quarter. Yeah, it it uh it, it got ugly early. Uh, the uh, the Cowboys, you know, just just being the Cowboys, right? I mean, Dak Dak uh, they let up a touchdown on the first drive. Dak throws an interception. Next thing you know, it's fourteen nothing. Then you get the you got another uh, pick six, and and at halftime it's twenty seven seven. Dallas comes down the first first possession, scores a touchdown, kind of starts to make a game of it. Then just like the defense let them down again, and then you know they couldn't stop Green Bay. And and uh, you know kudos to Jordan Love and and uh, Matt Lafleur. They got they got the better of them again. And and Aaron Aaron Jones owns. Uh, yeah, man, I felt like the the packages came out way more prepared on the, on all fronts. So um, and, uh, definitely our coach. Yeah, just got you know just just came out that Mike Mike uh, McCarthy's going to keep his job. And again, I'm not one to call for someone's job, but I mean, how many times do we have to see this story before you know you get someone in there that can can coach this team in the playoffs? Obviously, they're talented. They got a talented team. They just got to figure out how to win win these big games. Yeah, I think I think you only replace them if uh, you get one of the other top tier coaches, whether right. it be Tomlin or Belichick. Right. But uh, he, I think he definitely keeps his job uh, at least another year. So yeah, he's um, got one year left on his contract. Schefter just said 
they're sticking with them. Um, I mean, I guess I, I guess I can understand the move, but I, I just you know if 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 they lose again in the playoffs, it's it's going to be like an I told you so. Like everyone saw this coming. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they uh, change up a few things, whether it be getting another receiver or or I know T- Tony Pollard could be a unrestricted free agent, but yeah, I wonder if they'll go and try to get another next level uh, running back, so to say. Yeah, I don't know. I and again, I'm not even sure that that you know offense is an issue for them. I, I think it's more of execution again. This is this is again back to the you know the same discussion as. Uh, uh, the Dolphins, you know, they're they're almost like the same exact team. Can beat up on on the bad teams and and struggle when when a good defense is there. So it's 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 an execution thing in, in my mind. Yeah, they're definitely the uh, Dolphins of the uh, NFC. So yeah. And then um, on the other side, I mean, I mean the Packers, they move on. They're going to be playing the uh, 49ers. I mean, I think that's a no-brainer. So you say that, but. LaFleur gets these guys up, man. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. I, I do think San Francisco probably wins this game. But, again, I, I, the Packers are playing well. And they played well down the stretch, both defensively and offensively. So, we'll have to, we'll have to see uh, see how this game plays out. Yeah. You know, it's funny, too. They were showing, like, the uh, like head coaches in the uh, playoffs. All these freaking coaches were on the same uh, freaking team for uh, yeah. the commanders. <laughs> Yeah, it's wild, huh? Shane commanders McCann, cannot. McDaniel, they can. McVay, they were all there. Same time, and they and the commanders couldn't pick one and <laughs> get a head coach. That's crazy, man. And then uh, for the other game, I mean, we had the Rams versus the Lions. Lions mm-hmm. took it down. It was a clo- it was a lot closer than I thought it would be. So uh, yeah, it, it, that, was, that was a good game. Puka Puka Nakua had quite quite the game. I mean, that guy is he's gonna be a stud. He yeah, he's great. definitely going. He's definitely going the first round in our fantasy. Oh, oh yeah. Thank, thank you, Tom, for trading him to me. Got me to the finals. And and Stafford, you know, looked looked pretty good. I, you know, they couldn't get Kyron Williams going. Uh, I think that kind of uh, halted them a bit. But but uh, the Lions played well. Um, you know, made some defensive changes. You know, going into that second half, it slowed down the Rams' offense a little bit. But um, yeah, overall, you know, of the weekend uh, probably. Uh, a little clock clock management at the end there. Like they only had one timeout and they pumped it from like the fifty yard line, which I thought was weird. Um, I think if they actually they were inside the fifty because if they would have hit the, taken a field goal, I think it would have been like a fifty eight yarder, uh, which is long. But but uh, yeah, I thought you know with one timeout left, you, you kind of try to take that shot at it. But um, you know they never got the ball back, and and that's that. And you know good for Detroit, good for Jared Goff winning that game. Uh, but but now come now comes uh you know and, and we'll get into the next game but a chance to to go to the NFC Championship if they can win win this weekend with the again Detroit. Oh yeah, um, that's like I said, definitely happy for them. They broke the curse. They got a lot of guys on the team that were doubted and uh, highly questioned as far as whether mm-hmm. or not they can play quarterback or even coach the NFL team. Um, mm-hmm. You know they proved a lot of people wrong. I felt like the city needed it, so I'm definitely looking yeah. forward to uh, seeing what they can do. They can definitely get to the uh, NFC championship at least. Yeah. And, and kudos to Dan Campbell. Uh, I, you know, I was probably one of the ones that was, uh, you know, laughing at the hire or, you know, not, not believing in him, but um, you know, he's proven a lot of people wrong. And again, it's, I think putting the right guys around um, being aggressive, uh, 
trusting your players and, and putting them in a position to win. And, and he's been doing it all year. So happy for him. Oh, yeah. And then on the uh, other side of the Rams, I mean, I feel like they're going to have to figure out some things as far as their defense. Um, their defense is not what it used to be. So 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 they're sneaky, uh, a really young team. Um, they have obviously in their stars, uh, Stafford and Aaron Donald are, are a little bit older. Um, but if you look at that roster, it's it's really young. Um, so and, and they got some good some good guys in some good places. Yeah, I think they probably need to bolster up their their secondary a little bit. But I think they're they're in a good position moving forward, at least over the next few years that, that they can probably add somebody. And and I think that team is primed to 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 take on uh, San Fran next year. Yeah, that's what I said. They uh they just, they just got to they had a, if they didn't have the slow start, it probably would have been a different tune. Um, yeah. But I mean, I feel like on offensively, their weakness is probably tight end. Um, they could definitely go out and get a better tight end. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind seeing that. And then defensively, like you mentioned, uh, that secondary they used to have Jalen Ramsey. Um, <laughs> now not really much back there. Um, yeah. So. They just got to figure out a few things, you know, bolster up that defense, and then uh, they'll be right back in. Mm-hmm. And then we had the uh, Eagles and the Buccaneers. Called it as well. Said the Buccaneers about to sneak this one, and uh, they sure enough did, man. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty disappointing uh, end of the season for uh, Philly and their fans. Obviously, we know how that Philly those Philly fans are. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, team team was ten and one, you know, seven weeks ago, and. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts is looking like MVP. They were looking unstoppable, and and uh, it kind of just just fell apart down down the stretch, you know. And and we kind of all saw this uh, this ending coming. Uh, they they just didn't show up to play. I mean, Devonta Smith looked looked good, but he was about the only guy. Uh, defense couldn't couldn't slow down um, couldn't slow down Baker, which is which is sad. Uh, it just it's it, you know it's again I think this this is coaching. Um, they they clearly weren't prepared to play. Uh, and didn't have that fire and, and, and kind of that will to want to wanna win the game. And you could see it from very early in the game. Oh, yeah, man. Like, uh, I don't know if you saw Shannon Sharp was talking about him, and he said, uh, you know, kind of gave, gave a little analogy, like, you know, a car that has, like, a check engine light on, and, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of keep driving it, and eventually it breaks down. Yeah. You know, you're like, what happened, man? That's kind of <laughs> like what they were doing all season, man. I think the uh the losses of the those two coaches, the offensive coordinators and the defensive coordinator mm-hmm. hurt them. They're yep. still kinda of trying to figure out, you know, what they're gonna do on offense and defense. They did uh, you know, lose a few uh defensive players. That's why their defense wasn't as uh, you know, prominent the dominant as it was during the season as far as getting sacks and turnovers. So um, you know, they just chalk it up to experience. Hopefully they can uh, bounce back. But uh yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see. Yeah, and they still have some good players. I mean, obviously the the biggest hurt for them is is going to be Jason Kelsey retiring. He's, you know, six-time All-Pro, Hall of Famer, and, and losing a guy like that is difficult. And, and you know, I've seen it. I've seen it with the Jets a couple times. Nick Mangold when he retired, um, Kevin Mawai when he retired. It, it just like it takes a little while for your line to recover uh, from losing guys like that. And and obviously he's he's the leader in that in that locker room. So someone's going to have to step up there. Oh yeah, definitely, man. No more butt, but, but you know, butt pushes. So touch, touch push. push. Yeah, touch pushes. So, um, like I said, uh, hopefully they can figure out how to be explosive again, and then uh, how to dominate some teams on defense. They do got a lot of young uh, talent on the team. So they do. They um, do. You know, 
there's going to be a, like I said, there's going to be a good experience here for the, those young players. And hopefully they come out uh, swinging next year. Hopefully not before the Giants do. So, and then, uh, so we're going to have the Buccaneers versus the Lions. Uh, these teams did play each other early in the year. Um, so I pretty much think the same thing is going to happen. Uh, Lions will take this game, but uh, I think it'll be more of a uh, widespread score. So. Yeah, I, I definitely like the Lions here. They got to watch out for that. Um, you know, the Mike Evans, Mike Evans, ba- Baker Mayfield hookup. I know Mike Mike Evans dropped a couple balls against uh, against the Eagles, didn't need them, but you know they got to watch out for that. Um, and yeah, I, I, I still I still do like the uh, I like the uh, uh, the Lions in that game, like you said. But but don't count the Bucks. I mean, they're playing hard. That's a team again that's kind of built similar to the Lions and and. Uh, and and they're tough and they play hard, so it should it should be a good a good battle. Uh, that's a sun, Sunday Sunday afternoon game. Oh yeah, definitely, man. And then pretty much I think uh, we're gonna have the Packers versus the 49ers. Like I said, I think the I think the Packers are gonna run through this team, and then uh, we'll probably get the pack the the 49ers and the Lions for the NFC uh, championship game. Call 49ers Lions. Yeah, I'm calling it now, man. All right, I like it. I would, uh, I would, uh, I'm gonna agree with you on that one. Yes, and then uh, AFC side, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm putting my one foot on this uh, CJ train. And I'm gonna go Texans uh, versus the Chiefs, man, for the AFC championship. Ooh, I, you know, I was thinking that Texans Chiefs would be a fun one uh, down in KC, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go KC Baltimore uh, down in Baltimore for the for the AFC championship. Yeah, I think it will honestly I think Baltimore wins this game. It's gone it's over. They pretty much gonna run they should run away with it. The whole thing. But um I, I think if I think I honestly think this. If Baltimore wins and K C wins, I like K C over Baltimore. I think that Andy Reid um is is built for those games and, and to shut down a Lamar Jackson. I think they struggle they'll struggle more with Houston and K C than they would uh Baltimore. I don't know, it's just a gut feeling. Oh no, man! You're gonna have to, you're gonna have the way you see, man. But yeah. I mean, either either way, I mean, on uh, especially on the AFC side, uh, all four of these teams I pretty much like. So. Oh yeah, they can and go anyway. Uh, they can go anyway. Yeah, so if any if any of these four teams uh, went ahead and made it, it's still gonna be a fun uh, Super Bowl. So. Yeah. And then uh, outside of that, NFL, I mean, teams are looking for the new coach, man. <laughs> Your boy Harbaugh and Bill Belichick interview for the Atlanta job, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Harbaugh interview for the Chargers, man. Yeah, I think I think I do think this is the year that you know. I think last week I was kind of on the fence, uh, and you were all in on Harbaugh leaving. I think now I'm um, leaning towards him him leaving college and, go, and going to the NFL and trying to win a Super Bowl somewhere. Um, probably the only two places he would look are the uh, Falcons and and the Chargers, uh, just because I think they have pretty good. You know, Atlanta has everything but a quarterback in my mind. Um, and and the Chargers have have a lot, you know. I think they they probably need to get a little bit younger in, in the wide receiver, but other than that, you know, I think they're sitting pretty there too. So he's going to want to walk into a spot where it's it's kind of made for him. And Belichick the same, right? So um, you could see I could see those two jobs being scooped up by those two guys. Yeah, man. I mean, either that or if not, then he's going to go back to college football. But I mean, either way yeah. for him is a is a win win. So yeah. And then I, there were some other coaches I interviewed. I was surprised that uh, your boy uh, Antonio Pierce the interviewed for the Titans job. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on with the. Uh, oh, he did. I didn't see that. Yeah, he interviewed on the 13th, man. I'm not sure what's going on with uh, the Raiders, man. 
Why don't they just hire the guy? Like, what are they doing? Why are they messing around? Yeah, you got an in-house guy. Don't don't let him go to the Tennessee. You start winning games. Well, you got an in-house guy that the players like. You know, Devonta Adams hasn't really liked anybody. Um, you know, since he left Green Bay, you yeah. get him a guy that he likes. Like, keep the guy happy. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe they don't. Uh, they don't trust him. I don't know what the case is, man. Or maybe don't they don't yeah. like him personally. I don't know what it is. And you could. You could probably pay him like you know. You don't have to pay him an exorbitant amount of money, I don't think, because you know, first real first you know head full time head coaching gig. You don't have to give him the the ten, twelve, fifteen million dollars a year that these guys are asking for now. Yeah, and that's the thing. You st- you're still paying their last two coaches. That's what I mean. So, like, come on, man. I'm with you. I, w- I wonder where Vrabel ends up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he goes on a on, a, on a, somebody's coaching staff. I don't think so. I think someone will hire him as a head coach. I, what, what jobs have you got out there left? You got, you got Atlanta. Well, they're all out there, I guess. Atlanta, Chargers, Commanders, um, Commanders. Oh, maybe Rabel would be a good spot. That would be a good landing spot for him. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see where he where he ends up. Uh, you know, I could see if if Mike Tomlin leaves Pittsburgh, Rabel would be a perfect spot for him. Oh yeah, that could be a nice little swap. So we'll wait and see. Yep. And then, uh, <clears throat> I mean, Giants fire a bunch of coordinators, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, we saw wait, that coming. Yeah, we know we see, see what's going on with that, but it's about it. Then, uh, on to the NBA. Not too much here. Lakers, uh, still, still, still struggling, uh, <laughs> after winning that, uh, in season tournament. Yeah, we got the, the NBA trade. What? Yeah, the trade. I was going to say, go ahead. Yeah, we got the NBA trade deadline approaching. Then, um, Pages went out there. They made a big move, man. Yeah, I you know I, I think it's a it's a good move for the Pacers. Again, I think it does create some some duplicities on the team, but you know I I think it, it kind of signals to their fans that that you know we're we're we're, we're all in here, um, and it, it probably makes them I don't know a third best team in the in the East, maybe behind the Celtics and and the uh, and the Bucks. Yeah, I mean they they they're going with the old Phoenix approach where they're going to try to outscore you. Uh, they got yeah. a lot of guys that can do it. Yeah. So uh, I'm still still a little hesitant on it. I yeah. wonder if they're gonna try to get out, go out and get another piece. Initially, they said they were trying to get o, um, OG and uh, uh, Siakam, but you know, uh, the Raptors wanted too much. So mm-hmm. I wonder if they still go out and get another piece to to get in there. But yeah. I mean, they got they got a nice little squad, man. They do. They do. Um, as long as Halliburton comes back and he's healthy, they they should be set up uh, to you know to do pretty well. And they're a young team. Too. Oh yeah. So I mean, between him, um, Obi, uh, Turner, I mean, Siakam, I think he's not, he's not that. I think he's at what twenty eight or something like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, then they got a bunch of rookies they got last year were pretty good. So they're gonna be a fun team to watch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and the, the only problem with with uh, Siakam is he's due a contract at the end of the year, so he'll probably be looking for big money. So you gotta you gotta have to maximize your uh, your time with Amir. Yeah, I mean, supposedly they're saying um, him and um, Halliburton are good friends. So, okay, um, you know, we'll see what happens when you know the season's over, whether or not uh, you know what they're able to offer him, offer him, and whether or not he stays. But you know, that kind of gives him a little inside uh, leverage, so to say. Mm-hmm. Then still waiting to see what the Knicks do, uh, whether or not we're gonna make another trade. Rumors about uh, they said they're willing to move Randall. Thank goodness, because uh, <laughs> he just he kills me sometimes, man. We lost our freaking magic the other day. He's freaking complaining about trying to get the ball, and then 
he's letting all these all the players go by him. He's not going going to box out. He's frustrated. Then he runs out to you know cherry pick and you know the magic get the ball back and then he just just kill he just kills me like one of those players like yo go <laughs> go freaking go to the block and get a freaking rebound man. I know. Um, you know who's been real impressive uh, this year and I coming out of college I didn't really have high expectations for was uh, Paolo Banchero. He's been awesome down there in Orlando. Yeah, man. I I, I didn't think I, I was I wasn't sure on him, man, because you I couldn't really tell whether or not he was like one of those kids that was really talented in college and then no fate like going to work hard in the NBA or whether or not he was like the real deal. So, I mean, they they picked him out, working him out. So, I mean, they definitely uh, know what they were doing down there. Yeah, Orlando always do, does good on uh you know picking these players and the, when they get the first pick, but then they're not able to keep them once they're yeah, contract. Yeah, true, true, true. Hopefully they can figure figure it out this time. NHL, Boston's still uh, ahead of the Rangers. Dang right. Some <laughs> some rumors some rumors flying around that uh, Bergeron may be looking for a, a late season comeback with the Bruins. I mean that'd be great for you guys, but uh, <laughs> hopefully we can uh, edge you guys in the, either in the points or a game or two. So uh, you know we can get that. Uh, you guys got to come to us on that game seven. <laughs> and uh, Oilers are getting hot. Got to watch out for them. Yeah, they are. I mean, it took a little while. Obviously, they had a slow start, but uh, they won something like 15 out of 17, something crazy amount in a row. Um, and, and they're, yeah, they're rolling now. Oh, yeah, definitely are, man. Just like I'm rolling in uh, fantasy hockey, man. Sitting on, sitting on third wait, place your, right now. Hopefully, I can keep it up. Name? Straight out of Connor. Okay. I got I got someone put up almost 500 points on me last week. Oh, I, I would say it was well, probably Matt or Matthew, but they played each other last week. So. Yeah, no, I, I don't know who it was. It wasn't it wasn't matter. Yeah, I hate when it happens. I know. <laughs> you know, no, you know what I really hate is that when I play Matt, I see anytime I play him, I see, I see I see like the freaking waiver wires like every day, and he's like picking up these players who I don't know, never heard of, <laughs> and they putting up mad points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's good at that. Cause all all he does is work and and watch hockey. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm get I'm gonna get him this year though. <laughs> Then we had uh the it was a PGA event. It was a small event though, right? It was um again, it was the uh it was the Sony Open in uh in Hawaii, right? Was that the one? Yeah. So it was the it was the second of the Hawaii events and uh who was the guy who took it down? Um crazy putt on the last for his name now. Yeah, it was it, it was it's a smaller <laughs> small smaller uh smaller event. Um, uh, Murray? Kind of, oh yeah, it was Murray. Yeah, Grayson Murray. Yeah, he had a 18 foot putt on, on uh, the first playoff hole to beat uh, Keegan and uh, Ben on. So yeah, I, I mean, good win for him. Kind of a funny story. Not funny, but uh, apparently he had, he had fired his caddy like, I don't know, a week before, a month before, so sometime before, you know, right before the, the season started. And uh, his <laughs> when he won it, his uh, caddy just tweeted out, "Ouchie." Because uh, that was a you know $150,000 pay pay bump that, that would have came with uh, winning that. Um, you know he's probably obviously happy for 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 Grayson, but it was just kind of funny how he uh, how he put it down, like you know m- missing that lottery ticket by uh, by a few weeks. Yeah, man. I mean, so some of these guys that win, they have some crazy stories, man. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, they do. And when they win, I'm like, yeah, you deserve that. After I hear this <laughs> this crazy story, man. And then uh, we got the uh, what's it the the, Ameri- West- the, Ameri- the American Express this weekend. Oh, okay, PGA yeah. West. Yeah, PGA West. Uh, who 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 are you liking in this one, man? Oh, uh, this week I, I like Sung Jay again. 
Um, and I like a little bit of a sleeper pick, but JT Poston's been playing pretty well. I like him there. Uh, and there was one other guy I was looking at uh, for you. I'll have to send it to you, but but I I, I like uh, I like. Some- I'm locking in, man, in the top five at least. There you go. So I'll keep you posted on what happens, man. All right. Time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right. So, so this week, uh, kind of kept it kept it pretty basic. Did a, uh, a chicken pesto sandwich. So for the chicken, uh, just seasoned it with uh, a little olive oil, salt, pepper, uh, garlic powder, and Italian seasoning. Tossed it on the grill. Uh, cooked it through, and actually uh, threw it in the fridge. So I cooked it. I cooked it the night before. Um, threw it in the fridge. So uh, when went down to make the sandwich, it was uh, I used a one of the Dave's bread, you know, the lower cow bread. Um, had a uh, made up of pesto mayo. Um, so just a little bit of a little bit of pesto, a little bit of mayo, uh, light light uh, some little di- uh, Duke's light mayo. Mix that up. Uh, put that on the bread. Uh, had some fresh mozzarella. Sliced that up. Threw that on. Uh, had uh, some fresh basil. And then the chicken, a uh, couple slices of bacon, and then uh, some roasted red peppers. And then top that off the other slice. And yeah, just just uh, just chow down. Had some some uh, some reduced fat Cape Cod chips to go with it, and uh, good to go. It's all good, man. I'm gonna lie. I feel like when we went to uh, Cape Cod and we had those chips, it tastes way better there than uh, like when you get them regularly from the grocery store, man. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, when they're fresh, they're they're really good. We we stopped uh stopped at a place in Virginia, Route Eleven chips, and and uh, they they had them like fresh off the line, and they were so good. Yeah, that was great, man. I remember they uh, I forgot what I told that lady my name was when the, my sandwich was ready. <laughs> Those are fun times, man. Yeah. And then uh, would you would you guys drink that down with? All right, so a friend of mine brought uh. We're down in Myrtle Beach, a friend of mine brought a, a, a beer from uh, it was Clayton, North Carolina. I think that's in the, the western part of the state. Yeah, actually, no, it's a, it's in the it's in the eastern part of the state. It's over by Raleigh. So it's a it was a it's a brewery called Deep River Brewing. So again, just south of Raleigh, a little town called Clayton. Um, it was a it's an old school West Coast style IP. It's called West Main. Uh, the, their brewery is on on West Main Street in in downtown Clayton. Um, so it's the, it's kind of their uh, I'd say it's their their go to uh, flagship IPA that they have. So it's uh, again with the West Coast IPAs, you get the Centennial hops, Simcoe, uh, a little bit of that piney flavor, uh, but still a little kind of citrusy up front. So yeah, it, and it comes in at seven point four percent. So you know. Pretty pretty good ABV on it, um, but I uh, there, there's just not a lot of people who make good West Coast IPAs anymore, and I thought that that uh, that this one was 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 really good. Um, kind of give you that old school feel of, of uh, you know how the, how the IPAs were, were made before kind of the the you know the hazy IPA New England IPA boom uh, that has come over the last you know ten years or so. But uh, 
but yeah, I, I thought that they did a really good job with it. It was uh, it gave you kind of that fruity taste up front with a with a piney uh, aftertaste, and yeah, it was it was easy to drink. It was good, um, smooth. I'd probably give it a I'd give it an eight point oh on the dot. Oh shit, man, we going we hitting uh, it's, it's gonna be an eight an eight kind of year, man. Yeah, I'm standard out here. It's crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting you with all the big ones first, Rich. Oh man, you gotta keep them coming, man. But like uh. We getting we getting a brand new we getting uh some banging start 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 uh start episodes of a show man mm-hmm. so have you got the good ones man keep, keep them coming keep them coming man and then uh that's JD's bites and brew everybody and then for the BRRs we're still looking for some new shows it's, it's tragic out here man um uh, <laughs> watch uh so far trying to watch some new stuff watch uh start watching the Echo on uh, Disney show's not bad man I'm not sure yeah. exactly why. Disney put out all five episodes. Uh, maybe they did because it's only five. They normally like to, you know, uh, week us off and, uh, you know, try to keep it going. But um, mm-hmm. this show's not bad, man. Yeah. Gives the, it yeah, gives I, that little I, dare, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it gives the Daredevil feel um, where it's like yeah. a bunch of different action. As I said, the show's not bad, man. And then outside of that, I started Fargo. I'm in, on season one. I'm not on season two yet. So I'm going to try to catch up. Um <laughs> So far, so good. good. Yeah, so far, so good. It reminded me of a show, another show, but I, I'm drawing a blank right now. But like I said, so far, so good, man. I'm going uh, to stick it through and uh, keep going. And then outside of that, they, uh, True Detective came out. Did you mm-hmm. catch that one? Oh, yeah. First episode. I mean, HBO know what they're doing, man. Another good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, ho- I hope um kind of uh, plays out uh, as well as the, that first episode. Uh, you got a lot of uh, a lot of things going. Yeah, you know, Jodie Foster off to a hot start. Uh, that's kind of a badass cop in, in middle of nowhere, Alaska, uh, where, where they're in full darkness. So yeah, they're, they're, like I said, there's a lot going on. It looks like you got some kind of, you know, some ghost action as well as some some real life murders and, and things going on. So it should be a should be a fun one. You know what? The, 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 after watching the first episode, this show reminded me of. Uh... The, the doppelganger uh, show we watched. Um, I don't I don't think I, I don't watch that one. Oh uh, man, what's that doppelganger one? What was it um, called? Oh, it's gonna bug me. Hold on, The Outsider. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Where like the killer, where like the killer was like uh, a doppelganger, and um, he was like taking people's form and killing people. So yes yes. Um, I don't think it's gonna necessarily be a doppelganger, but. It's giving me those vibes where it's like some kind of supernatural Steve, thing going the Stephen on. King, the Stephen King show. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. But I'm definitely looking forward to it, man. The, HBO don't don't miss on certain series, and this is kind of one of them. Um, I'm I'm interested to see if how how it finishes. If this yeah. will be better than um, um, Mayor of Easttown. Yeah, yeah. It's, it kind of has that feel. Yeah, that, that that was the other feel it gave me too, man. But those are good shows, so. Definitely uh, looking forward to uh, seeing seeing how it plays out. And then uh, wasn't really money, any, anything else. I mean, uh, I don't know if you heard uh, followed the Emmys. Um, you know, Beef Bear and uh, Succession racked up. All great shows. I still got to catch up on Succession, but uh, I mean, those those are pretty much uh, some of the best shows of uh, 2023. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, still looking forward to the new shows that are coming out. So, 
I'll keep you posted if anything else new new drops. I know uh, yeah. the uh, Griselda is supposed to drop next week on uh, Netflix. It's like uh, it's about the woman that sells uh, she she was like the princess of cocaine, so to say, um, when it came to selling heroin. What's so it's on the line of those uh, those narco shows uh, based oh, okay. on true based off true stories, true events. So uh, I'll definitely check that out because uh, that's my that's my bag of somebody selling drugs or something. <laughs> Actually, uh, actually put the wire back on, man, on season mm-hmm. three. So, oh, yeah, love the wire. Then uh, I think that's pretty much it, man. I don't think there was anything else. All right, yeah, I don't, I don't got anything. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>